everyone and welcome to this podcast where we'll be looking at the long game and what can help you to get to your ideal weight and stay there, which is what this is all about, isn't it? Did you know that 61% of adults feel really negative about their body image? I find it really sad that that's one of the things that I'm striving so much to help people to like themselves better. And I know it's an ongoing journey for me to uh, do and for you to participate in that. But I believe that the first step in achieving a more positive body image is having a clearly defined picture of who you want to be, what you want to look like, how you want to dress, what you want to be doing and saying about yourself. We actually set this on day one. I hope you remember. Well, I hope you did at that time. A lot of people skip things. They listen to the podcast and they don't do the exercises. But if you didn't do this one exercise, I really want you to stop the recording now. Just spend 10 minutes Wherever you are, even if you're in the car, just do this in your head and set this one big goal because it's just so important. So do it now. Welcome back. Now to all of you who did this full big picture goal on day one, I want you to be honest with yourself. Have you kept it in mind regularly throughout this programme? Have you been reviewing it daily, every few days, even weekly. I find that most of us stop focusing on this goal, particularly when the going gets tough. And I encourage you to see this or think of this goal daily because this gives you the why you want to achieve this goal. It shows you how life will be different when you achieve it. Just spending a few minutes thinking why This is so important for your motivation and your motivation is what keeps you on track to achieve this goal. So keep asking yourself why is imperative and that enables you then to achieve this goal until you get to the truth. The truth is important because some of us just think that we want to get to a particular size or weight just because that'll make us happy. But actually, this exercise can really make you think about that in a much deeper way. So let's say, for example, you want to lose two, two stone. If you were doing this exercise, you would then say, OK, I want to lose two stone, but why? Perhaps your answer would be, because I want to fit into my clothes comfortably. But why? Well, because I want to feel confident in myself. But why? Because I want to like myself. But why? Because I deserve to feel good about myself. But why? Because... I hate feeling sad and useless. But why? Because when I feel sad and useless, I have no self-esteem and I'm out of control. So you can see that this gives you the real truth 
the real truth in this exercise of why this person wants to achieve this goal is self-esteem and being in control is everything to them. You could keep going to the, with this exercise and even drive down even fuller. But you can see what I mean. Eventually you will get to the real reason which will excite and inspire you. And that's when motivation soars and change rockets. You have a handout to help you to do this exercise in your own time. And you might really be surprised why this is so important to you to achieve this goal. And sometimes we don't know why. And that's why this exercise is really challenging, but so important to do. So now for some other long term solutions to help you. Firstly, I really don't want you to get hung up on the scales. I'm sure if you're a yo-yo dieter like me, you have been hung up on the scales for so many years and weight changes daily depending on how hydrated we are, how much salt we've had in our food and our wonderful, albeit really annoying, hormones. So what they say is that you must eat three and a half thousand calories to gain a pound. A chocolate bar is what, 220 calories? So you cannot gain a pound just by having a chocolate bar, can you? But your slug sluggish thyroid could have an influence here and all of your hormones could be all over the place. So there's so many things influencing our weight, which is why I don't want people to weigh every day. This is why I want people to have a weekly weigh-in to give that consistency. And I love Friday weigh-ins because it gives you a time to aim for that is not the weekend, but can take into account those ups and downs during the week too. Whatever day works for you, it doesn't matter. I don't want you to do it daily. Just pick one day and commit to it. And when you perhaps skip a weigh-in time, just think, what is that telling me? What's going on in my life that is meant that I've missed that weigh-in time? Because often it's linked to a previous mental behaviour pattern, like all or nothing. You know, it's Christmas time. Oh, there's no point weighing on a on a, a Friday Boxing Day, is there? Um, but yes, there is actually, because that, that gives that consistency of I always weigh myself on a Friday, regardless of whether your weight has gone up. It gives you an indication of where you are at the moment. I want you to think about your hydration. We all know we're made of 60% water and I've given you a precise way to calculate how much you need to drink a day. But most of us need between two and three litres to keep hydrated. I want you to really find a way to do this. You will soon start to crave water and feel rubbish if you don't drink enough. And that's when your new hydration habit really is born. So really commit to this hydration. I've kept on about progress and not perfection. Um, please remember that it's so easy to get caught up in this sort of perfectionist trap. And it can really stop us progressing at all. Um, of course, slip ups, they're natural. They, they're, they're just something that's going to happen. And 
just let them go. Just refocus as soon as possible. Remember, this is not a diet, so you don't have anything to give up. Just keep going. What we need to be afraid of, though, is standing still. It doesn't matter how slowly we move, we just need to keep moving. And I don't mean standing still if you have a plateau in your weight. That doesn't concern me at all. What concerns me is when people just do this yo-yoing back to previous behaviour to good behaviour, previous behaviour to good behaviour. We want just to make progress in, in keeping small mini goals that really just make us move forward and feel better in ourselves. Beliefs such as, if I have a piece of cake, my day is ruined, really hold us back. And also that belief that perhaps because other diets haven't worked in the past, it doesn't mean that it, it has to be the case for the, the future. Just make a note of any beliefs or fears that you have and keep questioning them. Why? Why? And you'll soon identify the real fear and then you can overcome it. It's like believing that you have a sweet tooth. The more you avoid very sweet foods, you've probably noticed, the more your taste buds change and then the less cravings you get and the easier it becomes to choose healthier swaps. And it might be that you just want to find some ways to give yourself a nice sweeter treat. You can do a sweet banana mixed with maybe half a cup cup of oats and cinnamon and bait for 18 minutes at 180 degrees. That can give you that real biscuit mark. Um, hit that you need with a bit of sweetness and mixing strawberries with melted dark chocolate and then freezing them is almost like a, a lovely chocolate bar when it appears and that gives you a wonderful treat alternative so you see there's other ways to get some lovely lovely hits of sweetness without having to go back to dairy milk chocolate for example when you're struggling, because we obviously all do occasionally, it's important to address the challenges head on. So what's hard right now? What's making it difficult for you to stick to your plan? What are your obstacles? What three things that are under your control would you want to change? And which of these are the most important to help you to reach your ultimate goal? but also which of these challenges adds the least stress to your life. So whichever is the least stressful, that's the one that I want you to focus on right now. Write it down, make it the one thing that you're going to focus on for the next three weeks. That makes it easier to make changes long term. What about food choices and portion sizes? I've told you that the size of your stomach is the size of your two fists together. It's tiny compared with how much we tried to cram in it. So here are a few tips to get you more in control. Go shopping or do your online shop in the morning when your willpower is the strongest because I promise you, you'll make much better choices and put much, much better choices into your shopping basket. Plan your meals ahead to reduce the number of decisions that you have to make, and that will keep you on track. Identify the triggers and expose yourself to them 
while saying no or pinging your elastic band on your wrist. So that could be walking down the aisle in the supermarket where all of the treats that you liked, particularly in the past and would choose, could be. So expose yourself to them. Ping that elastic band on your wrist and say, no, I'm okay. This really works. It stops unwanted habits and behaviours. You've been on this programme for seven weeks or so and motivation can start to wane because we all know that motivation isn't constant. It goes up and down like our blood sugar levels. But what I want you to gain from this programme are the tools to help reignite your motivation when you feel stuck. And when you're thinking, what's the matter with me? Why can't I stick to this? Just please don't be discouraged because it's just a phase and motivation will increase again. So focus on going into maintenance mode at that time. Stick to three meals a day and if you want to treat something sweet or alcohol, just have it with one of those three meals. Then take a deep breath and chill. And then remind yourself of your goal and why it's important to you. And their motivation will start to increase again. And you just pick up from where you left off. Just keep checking in with me and focus on the long game. What about rewards? What rewards can help you to achieve your goal? Rewards release the neurotransmitters dopamine, which gives you that rush of pleasure. So I want you to repeat the behaviour that starts your habit. That's why we do repeated behaviours. A great way to do this is to add exciting foods to your meals as variety and rewards. So go to the supermarket and choose a food that you've never tried before or maybe even never heard of. Let's say, for example, jackfruit or dragon fruit. Find a new recipe, make something delicious or think about adapting your favourite meal and swapping it for healthier options. Maybe pasta swap for high protein versions of chickpea or lentil pasta with lots of vegetables, chopped tomatoes, herbs and then add some cream cheese. Yummy. These new foods can add real excitement to your meal times, and that dopamine release will keep you smiling and on track because we're creatures of habit and we just get a little bit bored occasionally. So if that's the case, if that's you and you're getting a little bit bored, then think about what you can do to stop that slip up. What can be different this week? Go on, you can choose something really exciting that will make you feel as though you've got some lovely treats to look forward this week. We all have the devil and the angel within us. The angel knows everything we should be doing. It analyses plans, motivates us to stay on track. But the little devil can be strong and yes, impulsive and emotional. So when feeling that emotional or unmotivated, guess which part of our... <laughs> takes control. Yes, the little devil steers us towards the cake and bread aisle and diverts us past that garage for an ice cream or says, don't bother about your walk today. You've had a hard day and you deserve a rest. What does your little devil encourage you to do? Note what it is. I know mine is a glass or two of wine to relax whilst watching cricket. 
Whatever yours is, it's important to give the little devil tiny rewards every once in a while and plan what they could be to keep it happy without going completely off plan. So let's say, for example, if it encourages you to eat cheap milk chocolate bars, commit to only buying dark chocolate. But sometimes make a trip to a specialist chocolate shop and buy a small selection of individually dark chocolates, regardless of the cocoa content and regardless of the what's, what it contains. The sweeter they are, doesn't really matter. They still tick your dark bo- um, chocolate box, but it gives the little devil a real treat instead of maybe your usual 85% dark chocolate selection. So you can see it's give and take so that we keep that little devil happy as well. Measuring your progress in whatever way works for you, whether that's weight, inches lost, more energy, better better sleep, clothes fitting better, exercising easier, feeling more confident, less anxiety, turning down treats, meal prepping, trying new recipes, taking the stairs more, reaching your step goal, whatever it is, choose three ways that you feel really are great for you to measure your success. Put these on your weekly check-in form or even just how you feel on a daily basis and just do that as a check-in on the week. These give you healthy motivation gauge so that you can have improvement and then ultimate success. So are you feeling stuck? What are you holding on to that's making you feel stuck? Is it physical, like a plateau, or mental, like cravings, or emotional? It's so easy to hold on to the past. But we need to forgive any mistakes. Identify what's holding us back. And maybe just the small act of identifying it can really help us to set us free. Check what you expect is realistic. What labels are you putting onto yourself? Isn't it time to change those? Use what you've learned to stop getting caught up in the same cycles. Maybe there are things that have happened or are happening that are affecting you physically, mentally or emotionally. Just expressing these will help. Writing a letter to your future self in five or or ten years time has been shown to really help to make changes. Just put in there everything you want your future self to be or to have learned. This will give you resilience and hope, particularly when the tough gets going, when the going gets tough, sorry. This letter can predict a different future, such as when I stumble, I'm going to pick myself up and keep going. I keep getting support to ensure I stay on track, particularly when it's challenging. I use my mind and behaviour tools and listen to the podcasts again and again to reinforce change. I keep making progress and achieve my ultimate goal. This will enable you to start changing your internal thoughts, attitudes and behaviour and stop the I'm on a diet, I'm off a diet mentality. 
every time you get those thoughts like, I'm never going to do this. I just want you to repeat to yourself, stop. Stop that negative thought. That's keeping me stuck. I can do this. That will take away the power of that negative thought and give you power in your inner warrior. It will help you get rid of that little devil once and for all. Your central body's stress response system reacts when you are experiencing any form of stress. It gets hyped up and kicks your sympathetic nervous system into a high gear. But the hormone called oxytocin, it plays a big role in social interaction and sexual reproduction. And it's, funny enough, appropriately called the love hormone. It tells our stress response to settle down and you immediately feel less stressed. Then you can think more clearly, you can make better decisions and you can overcome obstacles. So how do we get more oxytocin? It's easy. You just need three people. A real friend, someone strong, someone sweet, someone supportive, someone calming or just someone nice. Then you have me, your weight loss coach. Then you have your angel or your imaginary friend who you can talk to at any time if the others aren't around. This becomes your dream team to boost your oxytocin levels in challenging times. Tell them you will be asking for support to keep you on track. And when you're in a challenging situation, you must check in with your dream team or at least one of them. Don't hide away. Don't go secretly eating. Check in. This really works. Let your team just hold your hand until change happens. Now, what about identifying what you find pleasurable and fun about food, like eating in luxurious surroundings or eating outside in great weather or being cooked for or eating by candlelight? Thinking about what you find pleasurable and fun about food and drink. What could you do every day or maybe at the weekends to make fun pleasurable eating and drinking. Perhaps you could make your table pretty. You could add sunshine to your plate with lots of colours. You could do a regular date to eat with someone else or you could get someone to cook for you. What works for you? Note it down. Now it's the weekend and things are not going great. You pig out. You feel afterwards that shame and guilt. I'm sure we've all experienced that. The challenge with guilt and shame is that they are very, very negative and very influential to our mood and our next food choices. They make us feel worse. They make us feel hungrier and hence we eat more food. So stop it because we feel guilty. We become so focused on 
what we should be doing, that we don't even enjoy what we're actually eating or drinking at the time. And then we feel less satisfied. And so we probably still have the munchies and then eat far, far more. So decide to eat guilt-free or don't. Just release that guilt pain cycle and you'll do so much better. And another one to release is fear. Those struggling with weight often lose our ability to trust ourselves. We fear overeating, we fear being hungry later, we fear slipping back, we fear failure, we fear gaining weight. We fear even what to choose. Identify your fears. Keep asking that annoying why question to get to the real reason for your fears and come up with the solution. To enable you to feel more in control with your food so that it doesn't control you. And also focus on what will be your happy weight for you. Because some clients come to me in their 50s and 60s and say, I want to be the weight I was 30 years ago. I ask why and why and why. And eventually, actually, we, we realise or they realise that their happy weight is far less, is, is far more than they actually thought. It's a definite balance between waist and face as we get older. So just remember that everyone needs to look healthy vibrant in my opinion so going back to your weight 30 years ago will probably not produce that so when will you know when you've reached your happy weight it could be that you'll feel more confident your current clothes will feel really comfortable it could be that you don't get out of breath walking up the a hill that you walk up at the moment Whatever it is, write down in your notes how you will know when you are at your happy weight. This is such a release because it gives you flexibility. So you're not focused on what you really want the scales to, to stay. You know that scales are not the be all and end all. And actually then this makes you feel more relaxed because you focus on other things that will show that you've achieved your goal. We know that movement is beneficial, but this too it must be linked to happiness. If you hate the gym, please don't go. If you like walking and talking, then do it. If you like dancing, play a song and dance for two minutes like no one's watching. If yoga makes you feel chilled, maybe that's the choice for you. So only do exercise that you like. Otherwise, you are wasting your time and perhaps money because you won't maintain it. And consistency is the key. So all good things must come to an end. I've shared with you some powerful tools so that you can use them to complete your transformation. I hope these tips have helped you and will help you to achieve your goals. Make this your time for success. Review how your long-term habits are coming along 
And of course, I'm here for you on for ongoing support until you don't need me any longer. Thank you for listening. Keep smiling, keep positive. Until the next time. Bye.